<laughs> and the countdown is on to two more Noodleberg Daily Huddles for the rest of 2021. Good morning, gentlemen. The countdown is on. So I can tell you that the wheels of the plane are down. (laughs) (laughs) We are bringing it in for a landing. We have started our descent into our destination. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm super, super jammed. You know, because obviously we're taking that time off. We packed a lot of stuff in. The fact is people are still doing business. I have three conversations today about brand new business. Yep. So I love it. I'm not complaining. It's just I'm back to back to back. And, yep. um, you know, boom. You know, I go, okay. <laughs> it just you know, <laughs> looks like that fighter. It's like, when's that bell going to ring? <laughs> it's it's good to see uh, LinkedIn is working this morning. Good morning to Greg Goldstein, Chris White. First two in the huddle this morning. Had a great coffee with Hattie yesterday from nice. United Way at Sith and Company. Um, had to, you know, pass around some great ideas, some great stuff coming for 2022 for those guys, which is really cool. And then yesterday afternoon, you know, speaking of people are still doing business, you know, I spoke to the entire South Dade region of city furniture talking all about social selling, right? Like, okay, holidays are coming, traffic's going to go down. Well, they're not, you know, saying, oh, well, we're just going to accept the fact that traffic's going to go down. They're actively pushing ways to get people to come visit them within the stores. So did a 45 minute presentation with them yesterday and they were jacked up and jumped right to it. So it was really I, cool. You know, some, some people had reached out to me and said, wow, you know, you did a great job. I saw some screenshots on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, I got hashtagged. Somebody hashtagged Mark Newberg. I was like, all right, I got a hashtag. Yeah, you arrived, son. So lots to talk about today, but last night or this morning, at 12.30 a.m., Urban Meyer is no longer. <laughs> Urban Meyer is out of Jacksonville. 12.30. 12.30. It was like <laughs> the sun came up. It was like, get from out. Because what's his name? Shahad Khan's like in uh, probably in the Middle East somewhere. So he no, to- no, 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 no. He, he was at the owner's meeting in Dallas. And you can just imagine that the owner said, what's the deal with that ass job? <laughs> get him out of here, man. The last report, he kicked the kicker. (laughs) I mean, like unbelievable stories coming out about some of his behavior around the building. So, but again, like, do we think this is new? Is this something that just happened out of nowhere? Or was he able to get away with this in college because it's a different game? And, you know, speaking of college football, for those of you who aren't paying attention to what happened, the world changed yesterday. The, yeah. the recruiting world changed. Deion Sanders got the number one player in the country to come to Jackson State, a historical black college, which is unbelievable. Ah, million and a half dollars got him to go to that school. Is what no, 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 no. But so who got that to happen? Oh, Deion did because Deion oh. has a Deion has an, uh, an affiliation. And, and this is how I really don't know how it works. I really don't know how it's legal. Because Dion um, does all of his content through Barstool. Correct. So he obviously creates the introduction for Tyler Hunter Jr. to then get paid a million and a half dollars from Barstool for his name, image, and likeness. 
And so there you go. You got players getting paid, but how much revenue is he going to bring to the school because he decided to go there? How much attention is he bringing to Jackson State? How many admission? You know, how many more admissions will there be? How many more applications will there be? You know, all of the things that come from understanding the power of sport or the power of what drives awareness for your school. Super important. So I like the way you positioned that the world has changed. Everybody became equal. Now you got to be creative. You got to be a deal maker. You got to do what's good for the kid, right? Not what's good for the school. And that's really where I think it changed. So you got Urban leaving. You got Dion rising. You know, the, it, it's just a wonderful, wonderful time. Um, I want to talk about, let's go to music, uh, wake up music. Let's I go got, to wake up music and then we have plenty to talk about before we want to talk about time. dinner last night, how we cross here. Um, we had a conversation last night that is an absolute gut buster. So. Let's go. Yep. Jake is participating this morning. Coach, <laughs> father, husband, speaker, author. Hashtag. It's <laughs> great. It's really so, good. So uh, now uh, what, what people don't know is that the book is partially completed. There is all the There's... accoutrement. Is coming. <laughs> uh, really nice. So I read uh, the introduction. It is very, very fantastic. Uh, Ginger. Uh, my friend from high school is helping us put it together. It was great. But as I said, uh, last night was our holiday dinner for two guys that are like my my boys. I love, love hanging out with them. Howie Craw and Pete Ocasio. Pete is my trainer. I believe in the philosophy of having somebody hold me accountable, push me. You know, that's why I do what I do. I do that for others. So Pete has been just a, just a guiding light for me for years. I love him. It's fun. But Howie is, you just never know what you get with Howie. So we meet at Park Tavern last night. It's raining like crazy. We have a drink at the bar and then we move over to a table. And I don't know, Howie like says something about friend is just bought like a plot, a real estate plot in the metaverse. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> He goes, oh, yeah, you know, it's, you know, and he goes, and then it wasn't cheap. They paid a lot of money and he, he's on a, in a block in a neighborhood. I go, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you see me laughing? I was belly laughing about clothes, about everything in this virtual world. Virtual world. NFTs and. Um, well, so what's his name? Um, Gary V talked about it. He's like. You know, people that play games and stuff like like Fortnite, like you buy like skins and stuff for your avatar. Yeah. So it's you're purchasing things for in that virtual world that you're living in. Yeah. Which I'm not paying 250 grand for a plot of land in a metaverse. <laughs> no, no. Like, listen, if you want to spend 250 grand for a plot in the metaverse, talk to me. I have some other ways you can spend that money. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like completely lost. 
you know, and it led me down the, the path of, uh, you know, years ago, I went, I had two clients that were really innovative in their space and they were invited to speak at the web summit, which that year was in Dublin. So I go to Dublin and, you know, they're the best of the best in innovation was there. And I walk by a booth and they're like 3D printing something like a gun, you know, and I'm like, you know, I'm sitting there looking at it and it's going, boom, 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 boom. next thing you know, the guy reaches in and takes out the gun. And I'm like, what the hell just happened, man? You know, so now they're doing houses, cars, livers. You can, yeah. that, you know, so this would virtual- be happening in our residence of, you know, uh, the innovation center at Nova Southeastern. We saw that they have the 3D printing capabilities right. all over the place there. You know, so Devin, I'm laughing out of fear because <laughs> my brain is incapable of grasping this thing because it's not a thing. It's not a show me something that you can touch and feel and whatever, nothing. Yet I'm going to give you hard earned money. You know, Staples Center is now crypto.com. Look, $70 million a year they spent to do that. Of what? Look, that's that's what the games do on your phone, right? Like all of the applications that are games, that's how they make money is they charge you for more tokens. It's like gambling, right? Like, I mean, it's the same thing as playing the slots, right? You're putting money in. At least in slots, you have a chance to like earn real money. But this is a the shift of where are you spending your time? Where are you getting enjoyment? And I think that's what the NFT movement is about is you could own almost anything. And if you get value from that, you're going to spend the money to have it, whether it's physicalized or not. Like I understand the trading card thing because I actually had the trading card and I was not the only one who had it because they printed more of those, but I had that card. I think it's similar when you think about NFTs, you just want to have the thing it doesn't have to be the only one. It just has to be unique and have value to you. So, so I know that the world is changing radically. I believe in the virtual world, but for me, virtual is still real and it's real time. And well, it's because you convert it to real and, right. and you're, it's real people and it's real relationships. Right. Whereas, yeah, I mean, it, I who mean, knows where the future will go? I can't wrap my head around putting my head on the pillow yes. going, I just bought a plot in the meadow. <laughs> That's not real. I'm not going to be able to visit it, but I enjoy it very much. You know, like, It you is know. very, very, very strange. I but agree so with this, you. This world that's going on around us, there are uh, the value of a, a Bitcoin is like $50,000. $50, well, so, yeah, so that that's the – so – that's the real shift, right? Is everything we know is physicalized and, and money itself in our minds had this gold standard value and was backed by something. The reality of that is the gold standard went away and inflation and constantly printing more money decreased the value of the dollar. So if there's no central agency that's controlling money and you allowed the free market to decide what the value of a dollar was... Who knows what happens, knows, right? Like, it's, it's completely. Well, I guess to some degree, the value is determined by what someone's willing to pay. Bingo. So there, now you have, so th there's, there's the understanding of an NFT, right. right? Is the value of anything is only what somebody's willing to pay for it. Right. 
whether it's physicalized or not. So if you can get people to live in a digital universe and they want to spend their time in this virtual reality place, you could sell them anything they want there. I am going to go out on a limb here and say, you know, I got another 25 good years ahead of me where I just want to hold on to a real blanket. How's that? I want to <laughs> blanket. I want to have a real drink. I want to, you know, I I'm hear you. Do the, the world. You I never know. Very maybe, good to me. Maybe the things that are real are going to become even more expensive because they're real. And so oh. in order to get that, the value of that will skyrocket. But <laughs> last night I said to Howie, I go, well, in that case, I'm running for president. <laughs> So it's uh, it's it's really fantastic. Th Howie, thank you so much. Last night was educational and fun. And, you know, this is how you push boundaries. You just got to listen and talk about it. And one day it just clicks, I guess. So speaking of strange, speaking of other universes, Shay, do you have the connection request that I got yesterday? Will you please show? So Gerardo Tra, who is a Billboard Hot 100 Latin person, Right, sends me an invite. I respond just the way I do to everybody. Thanks for the invite. Do you mind me asking how you found me or what made you want to connect? Thought you were an actor. Really? <laughs> what would have given you that idea? Where does that come from? Well, I'll so tell Jane, you what. He, he has seen your movies in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, so Jake, you can add actor to that list of things that you put out there for my uh uh, and, and one more, one more LinkedIn shout out. And this is a huddle shout out. And I think I just want to show people like, this is really how you just learn shit on a daily basis. Show me Mickey's post from yesterday, right? So Mickey puts out a book review. The one thing by Gary Keller. I didn't, I don't even know about this book, right? But he does a great job of breaking out five lessons. One of which really intrigued me where he says the four thieves of productivity that can hold us up and rob us of our productivity. So I asked him the question, what does he say the four thieves are? Mickey comes right back and, and, and gives me what the four things are. This is the way networking and LinkedIn is supposed to. I learned something yesterday. Right. Mickey Real went out of his way to share something that was valuable to him. It intrigued me. I asked the question. He answered the question. I learned something yesterday. And all it took me was paying attention to what was happening on my feed. Now, this is self-serving, but Mickey is a student of our, our plan. Sure. Know? When I say it's goof-proof, you know, Ch Tracy Caracito's here. His whole TV station in Boston bought the, you know, get on the ball stuff. They're working it. And you got a real request from their sales manager. Correct. It's not... Difficult. This is not brain <laughs> surgery. Here's how to do it. Do it. Good morning, Tracy. Good to see you, buddy. Right. Seeing, by, by the way, seeing my picture on their TV in their right. room. Right. <laughs> cool. You know, and with a quote from me, it's goof proof. It is goof proof. No. Don't listen. We have done the work to make it so that here's what we know works. Just do it. You don't have to recreate it. Once you do it. You can add your own flair and your own personality, but the fundamentals of how the program work, you know, it's not about 30,000 likes. It's not about all that shit. It's just not, it's just, you know, wow. Okay. What, what did tomorrow? What does that mean? You got, you know, I think somebody it doesn't matter. Right. 
Like I, the post I put out about sending blank connection requests got like a hundred and something likes, but it doesn't, it's not what it's about. The fact, the really, what really matters is that there were three people that commented on it that I didn't know that led to a new virtual coffee. That's what mattered. I could care less about how many people it was or how many views it got. It brought me three new conversations that I don't know what will happen because of those. You know, and when I do the research with people, and I'm really glad we're on this at the end of the year because this is going to be a lot of what we talk about in, you know, our kickoff. Right. You know, it's that, you know, if you take a few minutes and just research about the person, about what they're posting, you got a lot to talk about. They're feeding you the stuff. Like, right. if you didn't know Mickey, all you have to do is go, wow, man, thanks for, you know, putting He's that got great stuff. signs that he puts up in his office, right? Like, and he, and Mickey's sharing great stuff all the time. You right. could talk to him for days and days and days. Because he's fed you all this. Hey, I noticed your post on that book. Fantastic. I bought it. Love to have a coffee with you and talk about, talk about your other books. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Not, hey, you're with UPS. Can I, you know, are you an actor? <laughs> so similarly, I mean, I got to somebody that's connected with Mickey because he commented on her post. UPS did this really cool idea of creating ideas on how to hit goals for next year. And they had people present the ideas like it was Shark Tank. And then they had executives within the organization rank them and win them. She put out a whole post about it. I loved it. I ate it up. I reached out to her. I said, hey, your post came across my feed because Mickey liked it, loved what you were talking about, saw you're an Oklahoma State grad. Sorry about your Cowboys. Sometimes the game is always about inches. Would love to have a conversation at some point. Bang, right back. <laughs> you know, and, and so for you and I, and you were a great student. I mean, one of the things I told people were that you didn't come to me with, well, that's not the way I do it. Or, you know, I'm uncomfortable. You just said, what do I need to do? I'll do it. You never asked a question. You just said, tell me how to be the best. And, you know, so you removed all the junk. Everybody has junk. You know, I said to somebody the other day, if you landed on the planet and didn't know what you know, you would just go, hey, how do I breathe here? Boom, and you, you, right. you wouldn't question it. You'd just do it. So the people, and, and you said this in your speech, which was so amazing, and I hadn't heard you say it yet, is that people are using old school mentality with the new tools. Right. It's even worse. It's, it's like, stay <laughs> in your own world, man. Don't, because you, you make it even look even worse, man. Right. It's like, oh, it comes in hot, like screaming, like, look at this. This is incredible. You know, I was sitting with the city furniture people yesterday and we're talking about how to use social media. And I literally just popped up my feed, right? And I started scrolling. And it just so happened that somebody posted about moving on my feed, right? That they were moving from Connecticut to Florida. I said, do you think this is a good opportunity for you guys? What if I reached out to this person and said, hey, congratulations on the move. Would love to know where you're going, what you're doing, how it's happening. And if you need any help, I'm happy to help you any way that I can. Like this is all I'm doing is paying attention to what's Correct. happening on my feed. I'm not producing content. I'm not talking about any of that yet. I'm just talking about paying attention to what the world is saying around me and using that as ways to create opportunity. That's what using social media is. That's what social selling is. So, so what's fantastic is I keep trying to give people real time, real life analogies. If you and I were standing in line at Starbucks and you were in front of me right. and you were talking about Florida State, the recruiting and whatever, right. but I would tap you on the shoulder and go, 
hey, can I talk to you about sales training? <laughs> right, right. Like exactly. Right. So hey, you would go, oh, you, you know what? Florida's not doing good either. Or, wow, what a tough blow for your head coach. But, but you know, there would be some dialogue there that earns you the right for more dialogue and more dialogue, which gets you to, by the way, Mark, what do you do? <laughs> How do you do it? Who do you do it with? You know? It's all about the conversation, right? And I think that was the real aha moment for the city people yesterday, because when I asked them, I said, what's the job of a salesperson? I said, because I started talking about, you know, you have to do your job, right? And Bill Belichick, do your job. But in order to do your job, you got to know what your job is. So define for me what the job of a salesperson is. Now, these are all leaders within the showrooms within South Dade. And they had phenomenal answers about how to earn opportunity. None of them said selling, which I was really proud about. None of them said anything about revenue, which I was really proud about. But they all talked about earning trust and being an educator and developing rapport and building relationship. And I said, you guys are telling me how to do the thing you're responsible for. What are salespeople responsible for? And I, we got to, you know, it's creating opportunity. And the only way you can create opportunity is by creating the conversations. So what are the metrics? What are the tools? What are the activities that lead you to developing those conversations? That's all it's about. So when you do the numbers, if you're willing to have five new conversations a day, it's 25 a week, it's 100 a month, 300 a quarter, 1,200 in a year. Goodbye. <laughs> right. yeah. I'll see you at the finish line, baby. Right. No. The right ones will raise their hand and say, hey, I want to do business with you. I want to learn more. I know somebody who needs you. And that's all it is. Instead of jamming it into everybody, which is awkward and not fun. And, you know, it's uh, it's amazing that it is the end of 2021 when everybody was forced to use digital and 90% of the people still do it wrong. It's like, I love it. it is crazy. Well, that was, we didn't get to any of the things that I was planning on talking yeah. about. Like, There's a whole show written here that Jake's going to go, what the hell is going on? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell's going on out here? So, Here's the power of a start. We almost missed the start because we were <laughs> in our own conversation. This metaverse thing is not going away, obviously. We're going to study. end the show with motiv mo morning motivational music. We're going to send you out with some more Phil Collins and Genesis for the week. Make sure you come in tomorrow. I know you have a fantastic yeah. show lined up. What so do you got? Just a heads up for tomorrow. Tell your friends, come. I'm doing the word exercise, and I am revealing my word for 2022. So for those of you who have been here for the long haul, my word for this year was blackjack. We'll do a little bit of review. We'll go through the process. And then I will give you my word. I shared it with my friends at United Way yesterday. And they were like, how do you do it? <laughs> so I'm excited to share it. It's so much fun. It gives me sense of security to wrap the whole year. But to your point, we are closing out with Phil Collins today and tomorrow. Take it away. Yeah.